We're gonna get fucking wild. I hope I don't curse the whole time because no, I have a tendency matter. to do that. The good, the good ones always fucking curse. I don't know what the ingredients are in meth, but I've heard like battery acid and Sudafed. Yeah, and like, Sudafed, because it's like when you go get the 24-hour stuff at the doctor. It, but is battery acid in there? Like I, 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 I've heard rumbling, I, you know, full full transparency, never made meth, never, never tried meth, meth, never even seen meth. Um, So couldn't tell you what's exactly in it, but I've heard, you know, there's some rat poisoning and stuff. But like what that. we're going to do is we're going to look up what's in meth. Okay. What's up, everybody? This is episode number 46 of the One It's All podcast. Got a co-host in the house today. Oh, shit. And we're going to give you the breakdown. If you haven't heard from y'all creeping in on our conversation, what the hell is in meth? I know you've been dying to know, and it all started from a conversation about Indiana and Iowa and Russia all over the place already. John, a.k.a. JT, say what's up, man. What's going on, man? What's 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 going on, uh, podcasters out there? Want it tall followers? Happy to be on the co- the podcast. Bro, I can't be more happy to have you here. Like, thank you for supporting the show from the very beginning. Absolutely. I mean, this is... It's, this, it's, you, it's like, been a great road. I don't know. You know how they say you can hear a smile? <laughs> can y'all hear it right now? Because I, like, the, the environment that we have set up, everything that we got going on here, this is why I started this shit, because of different scenarios and different situations like this this is i mean this is how i'd rather spend a saturday night than anything uh, we're drinking bourbon and yeah, uh, you know just watching some end of end of the draft yeah the end of the nfl draft we're going to get into all that and then we'll talk about all the meth stuff we're going to want to do but since it is called the one it's all podcast john how tall are you Oh, I'm I'm six foot. Uh, I used to be six one, but I think uh-huh. I've lost some uh, height see, my, yeah, along the way. Yeah, <laughs> it gets worse way. as you get older. Yeah, I but, see. I'm gonna I'm on the verge of going hunchback the older I get, which I don't want to do. <laughs> I don't. That's my biggest fear, honestly. Like, is being like you're the, too the, tall to be a hunchback for sure. My little brother hit me up. And he was like, "How many tall guys do you know that are like totally?" And I'm like, "Damn, I got like 20 more years to ride this six eight thing out." Yeah, I I, uh, I feel like I'm tall, but it's probably in certain countries, not in necessarily in ours. If yeah. That makes sense. yeah, I don't know. I did an episode before where I talked about what the tallest country was. I think it's the Netherlands or one of those. But yeah, we're not. America is like the average height here is like five ten, five eleven. It's like the average man height, something along that line. Then I'm killing it. Yeah, I mean you're on you're on your way. <laughs> you're on your way. I'm waiting for that growth, growth spurt. Okay, so what I want you to do right now, since I know everybody listening is. Why, why you're looking the, and why you're looking this up? I'm gonna do my normal thing. I need you to look up the meth ingredients because we need to okay. talk about this. Because okay. meth gets talked about, and education's key on the One It's All podcast. <laughs> I, and what I'm worried about is I'm gonna be filtered by the uh, like um, the uh, the um, federal government on doing this. So. Well, I can only hope. I can turn that negative into a positive, and it's and why would they care unless they're the ones really pumping that out there? Thank you to everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know how I like to start every episode. Anybody that's taken the time to let me invade those ear canals and get in there and run around a little bit, especially when I have a co-host, I know how y'all like that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Want it all on Instagram, wantitall.buzzsprout.com. Want it all wherever you get your podcast, TikTok, Facebook. Go follow, like, comment, subscribe. Whatever you can do, it's free to you. It helps me. 
help me help you. I'm going to give you meth. Nate, and somewhere else that's going to break down the ingredients. I know it's Sudafed. I know it's Sudafed. You know, it's it's funny. Red dye. Uh, Red dye? I don't know. what. The, maybe that's just for color. Sulfur. Uh, amphetamines. Copper salts. Phosphorus. Fentanyl. Whoa. Fentanyl. I mean, that seems like a bad combination. Never, you know, we, we talked about this. Never seen it. Never been around it. I don't even like, know what fentanyl looks like. Yeah. It, I don't know who did the joke, but it's like, I know plenty of people that like smoke pot, you know, being successful in their mm-hmm. lives. No one person that's like said, I've done meth and like is a successful person. No. You can say the same with heroin or anything yeah. like that. There's no bounce back. There, There is no bounce back. The on only, the, their rest of their life when they get on that is... It's not like what are they going to do next? Their whole life is dedicated how to not to do that again. Literally everything revolves around that. Literally everything. Don't be mean to them. We don't want to trigger a meth attack. All they want to do is do meth, 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 and more meth. Fentanyl is so strong. I said this before. God bless the dead. Rest in peace, DMX. But if you know anything about DMX, that motherfucker did everything. And it took him out. Not COVID. Not crack but fentanyl and it's taken out people left and right. And I don't even know what it looks like. I'm not even sure if it's a liquid, if it's a plant, well, I don't you know have any red idea dye in it. So I'd imagine it, does it have a red ish substance? I maybe fentanyl. I, and again, I don't, I don't, this is, you know, one of the whole podcast is taking a different approach here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know that the side effects that it says is, um, meth mouth is one of the first side effects listed. Meth so, mouth. Is that the loser, the teeth the and everything? Yeah. It's a yeah, dentist dream, right? Yeah. This is not going exactly how we explain. It. No, this is the this beauty of it. It's the beauty of it. Like, the, I wonder if dental coverage covers meth teeth. <laughs> Probably not. So there, there's a lady because uh, took a trip to New Mexico. You, what you know about? Like, uh, they have a the Walter White House is out there, and there's a lady that lives in the house. And instead of being nice to people, she's like known for being a real dickhead to people. So you could like go park on the street and look at the wall and she'll, she has the front yard fenced in and she'll come out and be like, go fi-, like yell out things. How, how many pizzas do you think are I know, on our roof? I know. And every time I see that episode, I'm like, I want a slice of that big ass pizza. <laughs> like it, it just is a waste of a beautiful creation. It, it does look like a good pizza. It really does. And I wonder New York style pie. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder it makes you, I wonder if that's why she put the fence. Cause people were just coming and tossing pizzas on there. I, I can only imagine like as a fan of the show, yeah. that's probably what I would do if I was out there and I wanted to, you know, I didn't want to go out of my way to get yelled at, but apparently it's like worth it. The lady comes out and gives you real fucking hell. I don't know if I, they, I've I feel like there's other things you could be doing on vacation house, uh, house as well. Like the, in San Francisco, I've heard the people are not uh, actually the full house. Yeah. Now, now I take the back. I think they sold it and now it's a, like a, a museum for full full house. I mean, you got it, and I'm sure the money goes towards the show still. <laughs> I would think, right? I mean, it's a way. It's all about the hustle. Yeah. It's, speaking of R.O.P. Bob Saget, man, great dude. Who? I, Bob Saget. Oh yeah, Bob Saget, dude. Man. Danny Tanner, man. And uh, that was terrible news. Like, uh, it's like that every time I fucking record, bro. There's always somebody dying. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, the world we live. I mean, it's crazy, and it like. Especially since I started the podcast and I keep an eye on everything in the news now. And I feel like all I see consistently is people dying. 
I mean, I think the news does a little bit of that. No, you know? no, no. Like, it's like, hey, we got to fear monger a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. like we, we we throw the the bad news out there. I want to see a station that like is on national TV. Yeah. That's like nothing but positive. Nothing but positive. Yeah, like, just good news. Good days. Like in in Nashville specifically, ninety nine percent of the stuff that happens here probably good. Yeah, you'll yeah. never hear about it nationwide though. On the on the well on your daily news, you're like. Oh, there's a murder today. <laughs> you know, like this person was yeah. murdered or stabbed or something. You're like, yeah, what there's probably not the best news. You know, like there's plenty of things that are good to talk about. Why why are we talking about this? Have you ever I know you know when you turn on like the nightly news on whatever station, I'll sit there and like the first four minutes when they're doing the intros and they're like, We talk about and it's like literally by the end of the intro, you're like, God, what the It's the end of the world. Dateline. It's just like Bro. Uh, Dateline is like I mean, Dateline the worst and, stories on the planet mm-hmm. go to Dateline. It's like, I always joke date, between Dateline, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, all those shows. No wonder I have trust issues. It, every one of those shows is about people fucking killing each other. That, I'm like, I look at my mom sometimes. I'm like, why are you so forthcoming with this drink? Like, what's in this? It makes you question everything. You think you're going to get Joffrey? Huh? You think you're going to get Joffrey? <laughs> I hope not, dude. <laughs> I hope I've been nicer to people than that fucking guy. Oh, that man. poor guy played that role so well. He can't even go out in public anymore. I, know. I think he That's quit what I heard. Uh, as a kid, like he's a kid. Yeah. Just just let it go, guys. He's just, just like yeah. an act- he's an actor. Yeah. And he, that, he, a great he was role. such a dickhead in the show. I was I mean, listen, he he did a great job of being a terrible person yeah. in a show. Now, I I loved the show. Yeah, me too. I want to ride a dragon now. I I was like, mm-hmm. can I find a way to get a dragon egg? Cuz she had three. Daenerys. Did you know that they're doing a prequel series that's coming out, HBO? I heard, but I don't know La- anything about it, though. It's about the Targaryens. So that's like way before. Okay. It's like they just did a preview because at first I thought it was just a rumor, but they have a, they just released a whole pre- trailer. So it's about how the Targaryens were in power. From what I understand, it's called House of the Dragon, I think. Is it, is Daenerys in it? Like, no, no, because it's like centuries oh, pre- before. Pre- prequel. Okay. It's like, you know how they always reference back to when the Targaryens ruled with the, it's that era. Yeah, it's that area. So I didn't know it was going to be a real thing, but apparently they got multiple prequels coming out and all this kind of stuff. And I need to see a House Stark one. I mean, I I think that was probably the the most obsessed I've ever been with the show. Yeah, and it's like every Sunday, and and I'm actually like the binge watcher of TV mm-hmm. now. Like I I can't just watch an episode. It actually frustrates me when I see like. I, I'm a big HBO guy. Mm-hmm. Like when I watch an HBO series and it's like one episode at a time, it drives me absolutely nuts. But like that was one of those shows that like every Sunday I was like, I, I'm going to watch. Yeah, this. me too. And the, it was a, I mean, what five, uh, five or six seasons? Six yeah. Seasons? What, did, what did you think of the? Because I know the last season gets a lot of shitted on. You know, I think that you know why it gets like last seasons of everything gets shitted on. I agree because. No one wants it to end. And there's no perfect ending when no one wants a show to exactly. end. Exactly. So, you know, I do I think it was the best? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But there were so many good seasons that it's hard to compete with that. So the way I look at it is like it ended and I a note that I felt like it was good. There was like a two-episode war scene. Exactly. Like, how could you ask for anything more as somebody that wants to see like a, a fighting you know, like that, that, that sees all the blood and, and everything that goes on in the, this kind of show. Like, this is like, this is what the end should look like. I, I like how ambitious they were. They try. So 
the thought of it being, okay, the final season, every episode's going to be a movie. That's how they tried to do it, right? Where I think the criticism comes from is, one, they made you wait two years, right? Okay, so you wait two that. years, it better be goddamn perfect. So I think what happened was... Well, the, books people, did, did the, the books didn't end, though, right? No. Okay. They're still, they're, I think there's still another one coming out. But So as far as I can tell, what people... Because you, when you wait two years for something, you have no new material, right? So you're going to break down every... Because they hyped it up. Every episode's like a movie. Every episode costs more than a movie. It's like, what, it was like $100 million an episode or something yeah, like that? It's crazy. So and what, what you can tell from the production, but I think what happened was they 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 went so hardcore into it that people waited so long. So if they didn't like something, that's all they talked about. It goes to your binging thing. Yeah. If you watch shows, like I go back and watch Walking Dead sometimes, right? On an episode-to-episode basis, it's frustrating. Because you're is. like, God damn, I waited all week for that. And everything's a cliffhanger. Every episode is a cliffhanger. But when you watch it straight through, right? If you watch like the so I've been rewatching with like the when Negan came in and Walking Dead and all that. And I when it was going on, I was like, oh, Walking Dead's falling off. Watching it through now without commercials and without waiting a week to week, because to its credit it was so good it had to be hardcore every week. But when you watch the storyline develop now, like flowing with all the interruptions it's really good can we pull an audience on that like i hate episodes with commercials like yeah. I, I honestly will unsubscribe to any tv show yeah, that has commercials because you know hbo has gotten away from it. it it's just to me that's that's where you lose me like you know i'm i've got a low attention span as yeah. it is so like you put a commercial on guess what i'm going to do something else and i come back and i miss something yeah exactly like it, and I feel like it's not even that expensive for, do you remember when cable started going out? Everybody's like, oh, everything's on the apps and all that. I was always like, the, 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 they're going to find a way to make their money. And now you have how many goddamn apps now? You have Peacock. Everything is a channel. And you, if you're going to have that, spend the extra couple dollars a month, get it commercial free. It makes everything better. There's nothing worse than yeah. when you're into it. And the next thing you know, you're like, car, show me the car facts. <laughs> well, or, and that, show me the car facts and do you struggle with ED? To, like, <laughs> to pick on Peacock a little bit too, it's like there's these, now these apps mm-hmm. that are essentially launching and they have one, they have one lifeblood, which is essentially the, you know, the office or something like that that's just keeping them alive. Uh-huh. And then next thing you know, there's nothing else on that. So you're, I paid five ninety nine a month for the office I've exactly seen every op- I've exactly seen every and they, they, they then they tried to do the uh, the additional scenes on the office yeah which was like okay i get what you're trying to do but well and i did the paramount because i uh i watched the the 1942 or what do you think How, i haven't seen that yet is it good what, what, what's what's the year 18 four it's Eight, like 18, 18 seven, eight, i don't i don't it's I, got I, sam elliott that's all i know and that guy gets my credit dude, for everything the show was incredible I, I listen. I I wanted to hate on it. Mm-hmm. Tim McGraw was in it. I was like, I don't know if Tim McGraw can really do this this role. He's like, been good in some of the things that I've seen. He he is, and he's in a lot of like the lifetimey type movies. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily lifetime, but like the, those kind of movies. I thought he did an incredible job. Now Faith, I, I could have you know give or take, give or take. You know, like I I think it was somewhat the character mm-hmm. but some somewhat like it just didn't it didn't flow for me but i was really impressed with the show now i, I don't want to spoil the season for anybody but like mm-hmm. at the end of the season you're like oh 
okay, so what's the second season look like? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. So does it does it do a good job tying into what Yellowstone's about? Does uh, it do like it, how things came to be? It's kind of like what you're exper- uh, you're talking about before, which is you know, there's um, it leaves off where you think it's gonna start, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it, there's a lot to leave. You know, like you don't you don't know, right? So, right. You, you kind of have a general idea of what's going to go on next, which is kind of the sure. the building of the the ranch and, and all the stuff yeah. in Yellowstone. You know, Yellowstone. Which I, I mean, think is what the Game of Thrones prequel is going for. They're showing how everything came to be. Because once you have that set up, you can make all the prequels you want with everything. You can show. People love to see, what what is it in the nerd world, the origin stories. Where yeah. you can see, like, remember Batman Begins? It showed Bruce Wayne from the very beginning. Have you seen the new Batman, by the way? So, full transparency. Yeah, we're nerding out right now. Some TV I, and movies. I started to watch it. Mm-hmm. I lost interest somewhere in it. Listen, it was a. Were you a Dark Knight guy? I loved Dark Knight. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, saw that shit like two or three times in the movie theater. Tom Hardy as Bane. I, there's there's oh, yeah. not a, there's not a lot better. Heath Ledger as Joker. Heath Ledger as <laughs> Joker. I mean, there's not a lot better than that. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I, I what was the guy's name? Ed, Edward? Oh no, the, the oh uh, Robert Twilight Pattinson, Miss <laughs> Twilight. Yeah, no, Twi- Mr. Uh, Twilight, right? Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Twilight. I I couldn't really get behind him as Batman, even though they didn't really. They it was a darker. Yeah, you know. I thought I I, I like where they were trying to go with it. Yeah, I, I I think it just lost me in the fact that again, attention span not very long, mm-hmm. and there were some slow moments of the movie. Uh, and frankly, I you know I had other stuff going on too. Yeah, so. I, like what the what the Dark Knight Batman begins and all that. Like they had that production value, and I said it made me feel things when I like I was like this one I liked. I was like, oh, this is cool how they were doing this, but it didn't give me that feel. Like I wasn't like, oh fuck, Batman's here. When Christopher Nolan brought Batman in off the thing, and he went off the tower into the buildings and everything, and then you had Gary gary oldman coming in and, and they just had the whole thing and then ha, 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 joker coming in and doing all that it gave me feels that this one didn't give me i love the vibe of it because i like a good serial killer yeah story so that was cool I, it was I, definitely darker yeah. and like uh very much like the joker like the movie the, the joker that they just did it, it feels like the type of movie that's going to have a really good sequel like i feel like they're going to bring the joker in with the sequel and they already announced they're doing one Okay. And so I feel like it now that they have the money in the production and they know what they're doing, it could be a like Dark Knight. Like Dark Knight. Batman Begins was awesome. But this I, I do like how they jumped right into Batman whooping ass. I'm vengeance. Like he just walked right in and he's <laughs> you, you just were like Batman's Batman ready to go. Voice, by the way. It's it's, huh? it's uh, I'm vengeance. Swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should All right, cast. so what so what should I drink next? We got we got on tap here, we got bottles of Weller, McKenna, and and Mr. Elijah Craig, I need a refill. The barrel proof, though. Like JT, the, tell me where to go. Uh, I'm going to go Weller Antique all day. Yeah, Weller's I mean, a good one. I'm going to go ahead and break this open. You good right now? Yeah, yeah I'm good. I'm, I'm nursing something over here. I'm going to have to get ice here in a second. Oh, yeah. I, li- I like the sound of the ice cube hitting the, hitting the cup. What do you think of the Titans draft, man? NFL <laughs> draft's over now. You just wanted to get me spun up. Like, literally, Jake knew this coming in that I, he was going to get me aggravated talking about the Titans. Um, yeah, he texted me the first night and was like, bro, get me on here. I got to talk about the Titans. Tears. So you can give the Titans talk and I'll give my Bucks perspective. Tears uh, of of sadness. Yeah, listen, I that, understand. It's a it's a business, right? And, like, there's, there's deals that don't make sense. But one thing that I can say is, like, A.J. Brown... Even in the Oilers franchise, there's no wide receiver 
that has been the stardom mm-hmm. of AJ Brown, and unless they were in the later parts of sure. the year, right? So like Randy Moss came here for a year. Oh, I forgot about Randy. Oh, yeah, I completely yeah. forgot. I Randy actually Moss. have a Randy Moss jersey. <laughs> Jesus, I completely <laughs> forgot Randy Moss money. was a Titan. Yeah, I mean, listen, Randy had a great career. He just it was we we were notorious at the time for drafting people at the end of their career, like Julio, I like Julio. And, and I think honestly, Julio probably will have a decent year this year. Whoever picks him up, Tom they Randy. Just, they, I would uh, listen. It'd be a great spot for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but AJ, man, he was electric. He was, he was just he was so fun to watch. And like when he played, I, listen, I, I will say that like everybody gets hurt in football, right? One hundred percent agree. He, he played through a lot of stuff. Like, and and I, you know, I think. The dynamics of it all, you know, I don't know what J. Rob was thinking. I, I, you know, I know that there's some back end stuff that we don't get to see. I'm sure that they tried to work this out because Brabel got on on t, you know, on radio and said, "Listen, this is we're going to keep this guy as long as I'm head coach." A little bit of egg in the face after that, and so the thing they always say that man it makes it makes us so hard to trust things. I know, but like you, you don't feel that from a player coach, I guess. From I agree like, from Brabel's perspective. And so, like you know, I, I, there, Buck and and some of the local uh, sports talk here in Nashville, yeah, you know, they they talk about you know what does that look like in your locker room? I mean, the guy wanted a hundred million dollars, yeah. And if it wasn't for Christian Kirk and the damn Jaguars, who always that's a piss great me off, point that nobody talks about. They, they always piss me off about something like they they're like the the team, and and we talked about this uh, a little bit off off camera, which was. You know, it's nice. It's a luxury when you don't have to pay a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Look what made, the Chiefs are going through right now. We, they're losing I, everybody because yeah, they gave Mahomes that money. Well, and I don't even know how long his contract was, but it was something absurd. It's right? like ten years. Yeah, he wanted a baseball contract, mm-hmm. and he got it. Yeah. So uh, you look at the dynamics of it. If you boil it all down to me, Ryan Tannehill is our problem, right? So Ryan Tannehill. Had a couple good seasons. I'm not going to say he's a terrible quarterback. But he's Alex Smith, right? He's a I, game manager. He's a game he, manager. He really is Alex Smith. He, That's a great comparison. He, you know, he's he's a, I'm a check down. And guess what? He's got the luxury. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a beast. And so he has the play action. I can, you know, I can do play action on a first down. And then there's nine people in the box waiting for Derrick Henry to get the ball. And guess what? He throws the ball. It's complete. Whatever his that his stats look good, but frankly, the way I look at it is, Derek Derek Henry is the best player on the Titans. Oh, it's it's popularity and talent wise. If you look at offense, second player by far, not even in question, is AJ Brown on the the previous Tyson, sure. Titans roster. Now it's probably what Robert Woods. We'll see how our, our draft pick goes. Right? I'm telling you who I think is going to be a sneaky breakout for the Titans this year is Austin Hooper. And, and I, I do think so. I, th- I think we need to go another. I was expecting us, and I honestly didn't watch the draft today. So we don't, yeah, I, we I don't, don't know, know what happened today either. We don't know what happened today, which we're filming, uh, I guess, on the fifth round yeah. and above. Yeah. So um, we need a tight end young guy that we can bring in. I was hoping to get one in the earlier rounds but you know frankly it, you know i don't run the team Prable and and, and uh, john, john robertson do and i think they do a great job you know the fact of losing aj brown though oh, man it, it's a heartbreak for the fans because he was the first person that was like 
he he brought he was drafted here. He, and we we developed him. Same with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, and Derrick Henry came out of the draft, and everybody knew Derrick Henry's going to be a rock star. Yeah, AJ Brown. He just had to wait for Demarco Murray to play himself out of out of this out of the league. Yeah, that was a nasty combo. It was, and and I think Demarco Murray. You know, I, I don't know what happened in the locker room. Don't I'm not privy to those kind of things. But I would imagine you gave him a little bit of guidance to say, hey, pockets and, and holes and stuff like that and patience. But Especially like, on like screen routes because he like DeMarco was good at like staying back there and then they would dump it off and then he would go. You see a lot of Derrick Henry doing that now. If, they'll if, drop it off to him. And if Henry has better hands, mm-hmm. I mean, like he is uh, you, a corner cannot tackle him. No. And they don't want to. No. You see what Josh Norman. Yeah. Ask Josh Norman. Derrick Henry is the fastest slow guy I've ever seen. Like, he does it. He, I mean, when you watch those 80-yard breakouts that he does, it's not like he looks like a burner, but he's fast. Yeah. Like, he, when he, I'm like, how is he outrunning everybody? I, it's fear. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fear. all fear. Everybody's like, you know it's what? Fear. I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. He's Even if I catch him, he's got his ankle. He's got his hand cocked, ready to go. I'm ready to get stiff-armed in the face, and I don't want to be on ESPN on a... <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely gigantic. Now, when they traded A.J. Brown, I was like, why don't they just go ahead and move on from Derrick Henry? If they can get a King's Ransom. No, you can't do that. You like, don't think midseason, if they're struggling, and a team says, we'll give you two first-rounders, Running back, it's only the running back, it's the running back uh, stigma. Yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying. I, You know, to me, and, and Derek just signed uh, minority ownership with yeah, I, yeah, soccer club, who, right? uh, National Soccer Club. Home opener is Sunday. Yep. I will be there. Can't wait to go. Yeah. I, I, whoever sits behind me, I apologize in advance. Yep. I don't mean to ruin your time, but, you know. Probably going to be whiskey drunk beforehand. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to be recovered and ready to go. So yeah, Derrick Henry and uh, I think Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, bot state. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was that was real random. I, I honestly see Derrick actually getting to end his career here because one, and that's that's that was my beef with the whole AJ Brown thing because the Titans are notorious for honestly making bad deals because they care about the players that 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 they you know came up in the, the franchise. Right. You can look at Steve McNair. You can look at you know, Eddie George. Those guys finished their career with us, and I honestly thought A.J. Brown was going to be one of those guys. I think Derrick Henry will be one of those guys. Now, at a certain point, they have to realize what their worth is and have to be okay with that. That was the problem with A.J. Brown. I love A.J. Like, I think the dude is a great human being. I think he is a... Uh, electric player and I think he is top three he's, he's a game changer for sure he's definitely better than Christian Clark he can change Kirk. the game in one one play yes he's and, done it multiple times and him and Derrick Henry as a combo for it made Ryan Tannehill look like a 125 million dollar contract I'm not even gonna go down that road when they gave it to him I was yeah. like Jesus I mean honestly and this is if I was gonna you know play uh, Titans advocate here renegotiate your contract yeah. Ryan Daniel, to keep A.J. Brown because you do that everything looks good on paper because you can't expect the Titans franchise who's paying a shit ton of people right now mm-hmm. they're paying Tannehill 37 a year I think is, is what I is I, Tannehill a 37 million dollar I don't don't quote me on that no no but I'm saying I, I, I think I he's up that in that up. area yeah it, it's something it's Probably about fifteen to twenty million more than he deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bud Dupree is the next highest, I think, on the on the contract list. But like, 
Man, the fans loved AJ. And imagine, and as being a Tampa Bay fan, like imagine AJ Brown as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer catching passes by Tom Brady. With Mike Evans still there? Doesn't matter. He would have so many yards. So, and he's going to what? Uh, the Eagles. Who's the it's uh who's the quarterback of the Eagles? Why am I losing this? Jalen Hurts. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, yeah. Yeah. Who's honestly he's in a bad situation too because he's got one year to prove himself and now he's got all the weapons. Yeah, and his biggest problem with him is his always his biggest thing is accuracy. I, he's that's his MO is the accuracy. My personal opinion is that he and this is this is kind of my beef with any scrambling quarterback. Mm-hmm. When you are good at the scramble, you're not great at accuracy. That it just, it, I don't care how good you are on the run. It, it's just not. This league is about pocket passers. And I feel like the, the the scramblers have a year or two, and then they get figured out. Yeah, you could go back. I mean, Vic was on the verge if he didn't kill dogs. Like a Vic didn't. Oh. Do you remember when he came back with uh, the Eagles here. and with Chip Kelly? Do you remember that game with Washington where he threw like six touchdowns? Oh, I will. I'll, I'll give you one better. Madden. Remember the year? Yeah. And Madden, like, you could not stop Michael Like, I got Vick mad when I played online and somebody, I was like, you motherfucker, you're going to... Yeah, you can't play Michael Vick. No, you can't. Like, you're going to have a thousand like yards in one game. You're like, you know, anybody, any team but Vick. Yeah. Um, I Robert think Griffin III, do you remember him? First yeah. year, he looked unstoppable. You can't even, he can't even find a backup job right now. Now, I'm going to shout out Lamar Jackson, because I think yeah. he's the one person that has kind of he he's figured it out, but it's tight end dumps. Like it's like use your big ass tight ends, yeah, and like leverage the hell out of them. And he needs a star receiver. Like, well, they Sammy just got Watkins rid of, could be sneaky. Well, no, Sammy Watkins went to Green Bay. So I'm sorry. Yeah, they they got rid of um, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I saw that. He went to Arizona, which is a great pickup. Yeah. But again, here you know AJ and Hollywood Brown going to places where honestly their quarterback not might not be the answer in a year. So who's your next quarterback? And I and I do think I'm going to come back to the AJ Brown because I'm a passionate Titans fan. The thing that pisses me off the most. You're as passionate as a Titan fan as I am with the Bucks, so I love this. Yeah, the thing that pisses me off about the whole AJ Brown thing is I do feel like he was playing Ter- Terrell Owens, Ocho. He's playing that diva wide receiver card where it's like, do you deserve a hundred million? No. Do you deserve to be a top three wide receiver? Yes. And so it's a it's a delicate balance there, but like man, I fucking loved AJ and watching AJ and like I wanted him to get his extension, but I was worried. And I think I even maybe told you this or somebody else this before the draft. It's like if you don't get this deal done before the draft, he's trade he's trade value. But I didn't think they were gonna do it on like round one, round one when they when that trade came through, I was even like whoa. And then you read about it the next day. And uh, apparently from the article that I read, A.J. Brown said the Titans offered him 16, but he wanted 20 a year. 16 with uh, guarantee. or uh, Oh, the guarantee thing might have been the X factor. Well, 16 plus bonus to get mm-hmm. him to 20, which, again, nothing has been fully disclosed, and you, you don't know what those contracts discussions look like. But he really wanted 22 from the Titans, and he said he would do it. Now that's his side of the story. Yeah, that, exactly. John it's like Robertson. it's like Vrabel, what you just said. Yeah, like you don't right. know. And and you know what what kills me is I I know it, my thoughts on Vrabel is Vrabel is a player's coach, full and full. He loved AJ Brown. 
he wanted to keep him. I, I think he was really true in his words. But like, man, dude, I, I was like <laughs> Thursday after the draft. I was like, dude, I, I am going to go smoke crack or yeah. what meth or whatever. Yeah, we're going to make some live, meth tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to live under a bridge because of the damn Titans. I saw it everywhere. Everybody I know here has a Titan. Like, people were pissed. I mean, it's just, it was, it's, again, you got Derrick Henry, mm-hmm. superstar. You got a good defense, Bayard, and, and a lot of people that make up that defense that are solid players, not di- like knocking them at all. But A.J. Brown was the second face. And the, the, the common thread, I don't care, you know, I'm not blaming Tannehill for our performance in the playoffs. Like, that's not, that's my, not what I'm trying to do here. It's, it's more about the fact that Tannehill doesn't deserve the money he's getting versus what A.J. Brown is worth to the fr- franchise. But that's a Tannehill discussion. And so, the fact that he's not voluntary OTAs is also a concern, I, right? He's playing the diva card. This is why I wanted you on the podcast because every single time we talk, we're on the same fucking page. So, my as you were about as you went on your little rant about Tannehill right there, I shit you not. Right before you start that, this was my exact question. Let's give Brady some love. For I love the, Brady. Yeah, you know, for for Good. a point I'm about to make. Do you think Jr. or Vrabel? Because one thing I'll give those two is I don't feel like they're not trying to set the Titans up because they're so close. They've been close. So I feel like I, I know in the news that the, the coach and the general manager get a lot of shit, right? I, I know that. So I always try to think bigger picture, right? Because there's always way more to it. It's never just – I guarantee if they could have found a way to keep, keep AJ, they would have. Or if they could have kept Brown, they would have. Do you think there was any discussion? This is why I brought Brady into it because Brady just took a $9 million pay cut this year to be able to sign more people. Do you, do you, and your I, I could see Jr. John Robinson, the GM of the Titans, by the way, for y'all don't, don't know in Nashville. Do you think they called Tannehill at all and be like, bro, are you willing to take a pay cut? I could, he's probably deep sea fishing. Could be. He, he, he probably didn't know, but doesn't, isn't that at Brady? He, Brady gets it 44 years yeah. old. He's not going to win without his guys. He led the league. I didn't realize in, he led the league in passing and touchdowns last year at 44 years old. Now, let me let me stop you there. Because Tom Brady is the goat. I'm yeah, not he is. gonna I'm not gonna I'm And not he gonna, took a pay cut for not but Tom could Brady that have, could that have helped sign AJ daily. Huh? Tom Brady prints money daily. He does. Without football. Yeah. Right? So I you you gotta and that's the same. Like we're sipping bourbon right now. He he might die if he took a sip of this. His body might uh oh. <laughs> Does it have carbs in it? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not avocado ice cream or anything. But I think that's the that's the thing about it. Like Brady's not a good example for to my in my opinion because you know even Tannehill, he's and and we're talking hundreds of millions or millions of whatever dollars. So everybody that's listening is probably like, I don't have a million dollars to spare. Like, but these guys I don't even have forty eight dollars to spare right now. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I understand, right? Yeah, it's it's just like these guys in the league. You know, again, going back to AJ and even Tannehill at that matter, like they didn't, it was a rookie contract for Tannehill in, in Miami. 
Yeah, it was. Didn't didn't agree. Didn't have a good time. Like it, it kind of was bumpy. That I organization think, was in rough shape. I was about to say Miami in general. I, I I'm sorry if you're Dolphins fans out here, but it's not Don Shula and it's not yeah, Dan it's Marino not, anymore. Marino era is over. Yeah, that era is over. the The franchise is a little bit like the Jags and the Jets, and like mm-hmm. we we could talk about how their draft picks look great on, on paper, paper. The Jets are the best team in the league right now. Yeah, <laughs> but then the, the Browns are like that every year too, where you're like, this is the year, number one pick. And then, like, I, I don't think they're going to utilize Deshaun Watson the way people think next year. No, and 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 I honestly think Baker is not a bad quarterback. I don't, I, think, I don't know why he's getting dogged right now. I really I, don't. Everybody he was, dogs. He him. played hurt last year. Well, I. So uh, what? What does that say about people? Right? You know, they're always saying, "Oh, play through the injury." Play through. Look, I don't know the guy personally, but from what I see from all, because you watch anything on the internet, you know it's true. <laughs> anything about everything on the internet is true. So we know everything about Baker Mayfield. He always gets dog versus commercials, which I got to say they are funny. They're funny. I got to give Baker that. Now, I heard during the draft numerous times that Baker played hurt last year, and that's why he got dogged over. Like, I understand getting replaced by Deshaun Watson. I get that. I, I get, think that is a better quarterback, to, to be fair. And if your contract, but for him to get stonewalled, it appears the way he's getting. Look, if you're telling me that you played through an in- injury, that to me gives you credibility, in my opinion. I'm old school football though. Like I, if like look, that's one thing about the NBA. I'm like, your pinky toe hurts and you're not going to go out there and fucking play. Come on, man. You know who he's going to look on, good under? Pete Carroll. I don't know why that hasn't been done yet. Maybe they're playing. They're playing the well. And and you look at the Panthers. They drafted a quarterback. Yesterday. And they said they're not going after Baker anymore, or they're trying to get the Browns to. It's an. I think the whole thing right now is trying to get the Browns to take on more of the contract. Yeah. Then they're probably offering right now. They're probably like, you're only going to cover six. We're not going to, we're going to put in the news. We're not taking a replacement. And then we're going to wait till the Browns will be like, dude, we got to get rid of this fucking yeah, guy. Last- Cause you can't have him as a backup. Yeah, no, you, and you can't have him in practice. Like when pra- like official practice starts, you can't have Baker there. So I think everybody's leveraging that a little bit. I agree. That's what it's all about. What do they always say? Coaches lie every day right now. And, and if you're, Seahawks and if you're the Panthers I, honestly I think you know I I don't it depends on what you're looking for right sure. if you're looking for a Super Bowl contender I think Baker has the DNA for it I think he has like the the drive mm-hmm. I don't know if he has the talent I I mean frankly I just don't I don't know if he's got it there he's but, like Alex Smith but with attitude yeah he's, he's like exactly. R-rated Alex Smith Alex Smith's PG-13 through and through Baker Mayfield's Alex he's, Smith that'll talk shit well, and that was the funny thing about the whole Browns draft because they just came off Johnny Manziel. I know, and I was like, "You remember old Baker, Johnny Man?" <laughs> Bake and shout. Out, I mean, like, I like Johnny. Like, I like I, I follow him. He he's part of the the. He was on the Busting with the Boys podcast. Yeah. I got to like to listen to a little bit of their shout story. out Busting with the Boys. Yeah, Busting with the Boys. We we did the uh, Zannies. They put on a good show, dude. Great show. Yeah, I they mean, just performed at Zannies, and that's a podcast you want to go listen to. Bustin' with the boys. Go look them up. It's Taylor the One and who else? Will Compton. Will Compton from the Titans. So all you homegrown, but it's just a good sports show, period. They got a good YouTube channel. Bustin' with the boys, big shout out. Well, it goes back to like what we were talking about earlier. It's like we watch the news and it's like it, it's just whatever the, the narrative exactly. needs to be, right? Uh, I think it's cool. Their podcast is cool because it shows the, the back-end character of the people. And this is to circle back to Johnny Menzel. So you hear about Johnny's story and stuff like, you know, the guy has, there's, you can't excuse some of the stuff, right. That he he's done. Yeah. He definitely, he, he definitely made it easy not to like him 
based on public per, uh, per, public perspective. <laughs> yeah, and, and but looking at that perspective, and then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, the ESPNs and the world or whatever they build character as well, so they they pick and choose what they want to probably show exactly to the media, and and which so, is like, weird because they I feel like they try to dance around it, but if there's a fight, that's all over the place. Yeah. I, well, and and I look at Johnny Manziel, and he, you know, very much like Baker Mayfield, though. Mm-hmm. Very similar characters because they're they're characters. You know, they they they're very passionate, almost uh, uh, like not. They don't they don't actually see the world for what it is. Like they don't see the world how it is. I guess they're 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 very much like ego guys, right? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, they they, Could, they drive the ego. Well. It, it's the same thing when James, remember Jameis, when he had the whole issues at Florida State and he was like, yeah. I'm tying back into this. Don't worry. At when you're 19, 20 years old at a huge university, you're seeing the hottest girls you've ever seen in your life. You have so you everybody some crab legs. Exactly. What is <laughs> okay. Who doesn't fucking love crab legs, by the way? I mean, if you went to Publix right now, we're like crab. Legs. Let's see if we can get crab. And the per, per, and the lady behind the counter went, and you're 19 years old, not as sophisticated as we are now, yeah. 19 years old. With probably thirty bucks in your pocket, and you're the number one quarterback, and somebody goes, "Here's an extra pound on us." Hey, you know uh, how I know that Jameis didn't get paid at yeah. Florida State, <laughs> but you never heard that at Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> you you, know, did like, it. you well, never. Whatever they do there, I mean, it is under wraps. Yeah, I, and I don't think it's a saving thing, but you know, boosters. Oh, they money. they cover you if they need to, yeah. and that's why with the whole. Where were we going? We're, I mean, it's we, so we easy. were talking about Baker. We were yeah, yeah. About go, I want to hear your Johnny Manziel take. What you were saying? Uh, I, I think Johnny Manziel, like honestly, like hit a point in his life where one financially comfortable, sure. And then I also think that you got to remember the age too. The age matters, bro. Yeah. Imagine being twenty. I again. mean, not only that, people are like you're going to the NFL. You have all the. You well, you're be the kind of number one hype of the NFL that year, that because he was the number one draft pick, right? So you think ego would have played in, and and honestly, that probably feeds the ego. And then, you know, I think the funny thing about social media is, dude, it'll crush somebody. Oh, it destroy you. Like, there's if you're a NFL, NBA athlete, listen, they they get a voice, so you get to hear about them a lot on social media and new media and or, or like just ESPN in general. The, the challenge of that is like they just show their opinion and do they get crushed for their opinion it, oh, every bad. time. Could you imagine like Jordan, Bird, Magic, all them guys with social media? It, I, I'm here to tell you, Jordan, just based on the stories that I've heard about Jordan. Barkley, all those guys. Dude, Jordan would not be dealing with social media. No. Like, he, he would be outrageous, like going off. Like he'd, I mean, let's rough. take it a step further. Didn't Will Chamberlain say how many girls in his book? He, oh yeah, a couple hundred thousand. Imagine that post on social media. Yeah, I mean, could you? Oh, well, then think about all the, the allegations that would come. Bro, it would be those. bad. I mean, because li- listen, there are people that do bad shit all the time, all the time, all the time. But there's also people that get framed for bad shit all the time. And all the so, time. Like public perspective, two hundred thousand or whatever he said, or what astronomical number it is that. You know, you and, and that, I are like, what? The, how do you even do that? That's like five five people a day, <laughs> and that's the gift and the curse with the social media shit, bro. Yeah, like, it it could cause so much harm. But I feel like it's cool if you're on a if you're on if you're like certain level. But when you get to like that upper echelon, hey, you can't say anything right. 
exactly. Like it, it's almost like you forget that they're honest people. But then again, it's, I, I don't like when they get to a point where they're clearly saying things for an agenda reason. And you're like, yeah. And I, I think even to go back to honest people, like they're just people. Yeah. Everybody is just a person. So it's like they say shit that they don't even agree with after they look at it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I don't know. I, well, that's I think, why I brought up to imagine being 20 right now. Yeah. 20 years old at a huge university at that point in your life. And people are like, you can do whatever you want. All you got to do is go to practice. You got cameras on you all day. You're going to hooked up for free. That I would be bad because I mean, it took me six and a half years to get through college because I paid my way through college and like literally took a semester off. But like I partied pretty hard. That's why college. when they got on Jameis for yelling out, grab him by the pussy at 19, 20 <laughs> years old, Heisman Trophy. I, I, I could see him in the little areas where they Wait, who are you talking about? Jameis Winston. Okay. I was, I was, I heard somebody else's quote that. <laughs> well, it got, it got elevated to another level on that yeah. one. Uh, apparently you could be the top dog. If you say it, it's a, it's a, it's like bloody Mary now, or, uh, what was it? Was a bloody Mary where you put the yeah, newspaper you spin down around eight times and you got yeah. the seven. You're like, uh, I'm going to say this the eighth time. Well, I don't believe in ghosts, but uh, I don't say that. <laughs> I'm not going to go one more. I'm going to stop why I'm ahead, but it was the same thing. Like I was like, this is what we're going to get on him for. Like, I'm all for if it's over the top, like when the whole Uber thing came out, like he grew up the Uber girl. If that's true, that's no, that, yeah, that's a douchebag move. Touch or say anything. You know how many times that. I've been in a courtyard somewhere when I was younger and especially if I was drinking, I'd yell out some stupid shit. Imagine that being held against me now or at the time oh, I, being like, oh, Jake yelled, fuck this guy. I, I, and listen, I was you're literally in college. Kidding. You make bad decisions. Yeah. If if you on the if you're listening to this and you were in college and you didn't make bad decisions, then you didn't go to the right college. Exactly. I, I don't know where you went. Like or or even in that age range, right? If you're eighteen to twenty five for guys, mm-hmm. for girls it's probably like twenty three because they become yeah. like way more mature than oh guys. girls. If they run the world, they just don't know it. Yeah. No, they're figuring it out. Don't no, worry. They are. They re- and that's what's scary. Yeah. And and when they do, guess what? We're all screwed. Like, yeah, we're, we're all they just gonna... find the right one, the yeah. right one to represent them. Uh, I mean, it's a wrap. Got, we've got some girls in our lives that are like that, right? We do. Yeah. <laughs> and they run the whole show. <laughs> they run the show. The show. They, I'm, and they know it. I'm currently cooking. So, you <laughs> <Exactly>. know, like, <laughs> yeah, I cook every meal at the house. Yeah. It's, so it's currently it's, cooking and clipping flowers. Like, you know, yeah, it's and, a team effort, though. Like, yeah, we, it's a team we, effort. It's yeah. all the way. But uh, no, if I'm 20, 23 years old and I, I mean, I'm just thinking of, <laughs> I wasn't anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was partying, probably doing like, I was trying to live that thug life, man. I had the big gold chain. I, I mean, the, the, I had the pants, baggy right? clothes. Like, yeah. You know, I didn't know, I didn't know what was, Apparently, all, I didn't I know how to dress did. for my frame. Based on our age, though, we 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 had to, right? Now, at that point, you either chose the thug life or it chose you. Now, I love the fact that like tight clothes are in because, like, you know, I'm a I'm a thin guy. Yeah, uh, I'm like six eight two fifty, man. Like, it's hard to find the right you're balance. A thin guy, like it. But I got to get the. It's the belly. The belly dictates everything. If, if I'm eating a lot of sugar, hey, we're both skinny fat. Like, yeah, we'll skinny fat, we'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> uh, but like, you with that kind of. Um, microphone on you all the time like you can't it's very hard to succeed i look at some of the people that do have a lot of character and like sporting and sports in general and you're like damn i mean they have to have a fairly polished life i look at lebron james like a lot of people say like personal life or um, personal opinions uh upset them but like dude look at the guy's personal life 
the guy has never got in trouble for anything. He's never like done anything. He's had the same uh, wife, girlfriend since high school, got these great kids. I mean, like it's a pretty interesting story that like there's not a lot of people that are fairly either uh, LeBron James. I, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I agree with you 1000%. Let me make that perfectly clear. The flip side is the opinions, the NDAs, or was it non-disclosure agreements? Is that what it, unless he, I could see LeBron James being that motherfucker that's got be. somebody next to him be like, you're going to go home. Okay. We're going to need you to sign this. Our life is a bunch of what ifs though. Right. But so. that's where the social, cause that wouldn't have been in play. Yeah. When, you know, Jordan was putting up triple doubles. Oh man. And I can only imagine Jordan gambling every night before the game. They would, they'd have him all over. He TikTok. Was, you, you see the last dance when he was like in the room. Sw- now imagine if they showed LeBron James out there, Lakers game with a cigar, they would dog him be like, how dare he sport the tobacco company. <laughs> it would be some weird shit like that. Like it's, it really is crazy how much opinion can matter from a single comment based on what somebody wants. And, and that's the, and it but I agree right with you. Person. I agree with you 10,000%. LeBron James deserves credit for that because for how big he is, because we live sadly enough in a world where once you hit where he's hit, I, everybody's looking for something to hit you with. It's a new story. LeBron James caught with this. LeBron James caught with that. LeBron, they have a school. What's that? He built a school in Akron. No, you if can't take that away Akron, from him. Like, listen, if you haven't been to Akron, you should go check Akron out because you will see what the importance of that is in that community. But like, I'm not going to go that. I even love the name of it. I promise. Where it's like he say what you want about LeBron. He's not Jordan, and that debate. No, he's not the goat. Jordan is the goat. Yeah, and there's no there's no disagreeing on that part. But to dog him the way people do for whatever the like some of the stories are just like okay, you can root for him to lose, but let's not go to a personal level with him. Like as much as I don't like the Lakers and I don't want to see them win and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm not going to be like LeBron James is a piece of shit. Cause he's not Dude, the, uh, the, whatever they got the HBO special on Lakers, man, oh, the what, winning time. The, yeah, it's, it's such a, I mean, that's a pretty good show. It's I, aggressive. I enjoy it. It's a great. And the only reason why I say it's aggressive is because there's been a lot of stuff out about that's not the way it, it's a, it's a dramatization. It even says that. Yeah. It, it, of course they're going to take it a little out of it's entertainment. Just know that when a show says, that it is a true story, that it is a dramatization. Exactly. Because let's be real. Most true stories are boring as shit. You can't fill oh, yeah. a two-hour time slot. Think about when you tell a story to your friends. I know. Like- <laughs> Could you imagine making that into a major motion picture with billions of dollars put behind it? Oh, man. But you, So the thing that they don't realize, right, If unless it's people are smart nowadays, everybody has a scheme. For everybody coming out and saying, fuck that show, we're not watching it, all you're doing is promoting it. No, yep. no news is the worst news. Yep. Like as long as I got somebody talking about me. Exactly. It's good. So it's for good. every, just so y'all know, anybody that's out there going, that's not the way they were. We're not going to support the show. We're not going to support this. That's not the way things were. Everybody's All you're doing to be heard though. Or, you know, like that's the other co- side of that coin. And I think that's why so many people comment on stuff, mm-hmm. good or bad. Right. The nice thing about your podcast is it's very specific to the people that listen to this podcast. But if you're just national television. Yeah. You got people that don't even really want to tune in, but they're just tuning in because it's one of the five or seven shows that they get to see. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's deeper. St- but we were talking about. That's the beauty of podcasting, man. Yeah. All the loyal fans. Shout out. Shout out to all y'all, man. There's more of y'all than I. There's more than y'all than I ever thought there would be out there. And, bro, it, it just it fires me up. 
I know. We were talking about that before the show, like just the amount of people and then hitting all the when you when I get a download or a view or a, a comment from somebody in another country, that fires me it's up, crazy. man. Especially on a day where I'm like, what am I going to do? It just it, makes it, me want to keep going. It's crazy, but it also shows you how big the world is now. Like it, yep. it's like it, you know, you can connect with anybody, and so like shout super shout out to those people that are international that are listening to this pod right now because that, that's that's pretty crazy think about 10 years ago shit when we grew up it's like you know you got that one tv yeah <laughs> i barely I, even knew what text messaging was at that point i'm old right yeah <laughs> yeah can you imagine being in high school now with fucking the phones we have right now i'd be a straight a student <laughs> i'd be crushing class does plagiarism still exist because I, I i don't think it does all you got to do is yell out misinformation and you're good to go. You just cite the the tweet that it came yeah. from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I see a download coming over from like Australia, Germany, big shout out to Germany, man. Whoever's out there listening to Germany, I see you, man. The comments, everything. I love it. And then, I, I mean, all, all over the map, it just, it shows you the day and age we're in, right? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, and, and to be even doing this podcast is pretty crazy thinking about like, we were just talking about AOL on some messenger, exactly. man. I used to get reckless, Hotmail. reckless, <laughs> hotmail, AOL.com. Yeah. Oh, reckless. Straight line wire, Napster, you know, like bring back those days where you can just, it's wild, wild west. Nobody, the, the kids will never know. Never Everything's know. so like easy to access nowadays. And I will say though, man, the, the kids, dude, my nephews, when they were like three, they freaking, they could, they could play uh Fortnite better. Like, almost as good or better than me and certain you know I'm not, oh, the kids crush me at Fortnite, bro yeah i listen you can outbuild me but you can't outshoot me no I've been and if y'all want to challenge it yeah, let's i go. know this is always risky but worldwide my username on Fortnite is bay boozer b-a-y boozer b-o-o-z-e-r go go get on the go get on the, the network man we'll Fortnite it out yeah, we're about to get on the sticks later. Oh, we're yeah. Gonna, we're going to be playing some Fortnite, some Madden tonight for yeah. sure. Yes. Now, I, I like the fact that they don't do the build stuff anymore, but that that's back in the... It'll come back. Yeah, no, 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 I understand. It's just, I'm a Halo, Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Like, Call of Duty, man. I, I, I've i always been more, in terms of video game-wise, I've always been more of a sports player. Like, I, basketball, NBA 2K. Yeah. NBA Live, before 2K came in and wiped... NBA Live was my... Like, I used to create season... Dude, funny NBA story. Jam. So. One of the NBA 2K games is when my little brother lived with me. And this is bringing it up. All the girls out there, this is what's going to make you laugh at your boyfriends because this is just the different levels of guys and girls, right? My little brother, just one dude's hangout. Like right now, my man and I were recording a podcast, just having a time where we're like sipping on some bourbon. We're not getting our, this is the, this is the equivalent of y'all going out and get your nails done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is what it is. So my brother and I, when we got 2K, Paul, hey, Paul. Is when we got when we got NBA 2K a couple years ago, we literally, I think I had a bottle and he had a 12 pack because he's more of a beer drinker and more of a liquor drinker. Dude, we sat up for like three days straight, drafted. So we started 2K. We bought, started a franchise where we're both in it. So I think he was the rat. We created our own player. So like you playing point and he's playing forward. No, no. We he created his franchise. I created mine. Okay. Oh, so, so he created himself. Paul as a point guard. I've always looked at myself as a small forward, okay. like six eight small forward, like. So what we would do is we he would create his team and I create mine, and what we would simulate a season. We'd get to the NBA draft. He would draft his team. He would pick his fight. We would trade. Do the whole. Did we? You simulated the season. Though? Si, so what we did is we we simulated the first five seasons to build our franchise. Okay. So he would we would resign us of course, and then after five seasons, so we would sit up the first night. 
We'd sit up and drink, simulate the season. Because throughout the season, what they would do, if you had simulate whole season, the way it would go is like you, it would say simulating, it would have the calendar, right? So it would do, 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 take out that week. And then it would stop, be like a trade's been sent. So then you negotiate a trade, right? Somebody would be like, the computer would send you, we'll trade you Dirk Nowitzki for a third round pick or sh- shit like that. Five seasons of just building your team. So the whole premise was we're the GMs for the first five years. And then we played. Okay. And then we would play three. I mean, we could waste whole days sitting, playing that game, just doing the moves. And like, I'd build my roster because it's all computer. So you don't know who's coming through because it's predicting, right? Names and everything. And then you build your team. Then you pick up people along the way. Do you want to trade for this guy? Do you want to trade? Funnest time I've ever had. So I've, I've never played it like that. I, I, I'm a big sports guy too. So those are the, like the two games mm-hmm. that I, I tend to lean towards. I'll, I'll play some other stuff though, you know. But uh, I've never done a campaign. You know, when I play Madden, it, it frustrates me that I have to simulate, if I ever have to simulate a game. Because I'm just like, I, I know I will outscore the computer and I'll have a better. So are you talking about like, are you talking about like what, like when you're running a franchise? Yeah. Do you know what pisses me off about doing that? Because I agree with you. Do you know why I never simulate? Because I feel like when I simulate, I could be dominating 56 to 10. And, yep. it's a, and I could simulate the rest of the game. They always fucking get my guy hurt. <laughs> Next thing you know, I got my goddamn got running injury? back on injury list for seven weeks. Oh, man. You got to play as the Titans. You just run the ball all the time. Yeah, just Derek run Henry. the ball. Yeah. I mean, other than he'll miss season. four or five games. Yeah. I mean, well, this last year. He had, he had and then game. another night. College football when the Xbox was out. My brother, Man. shout out to Ryan. We'll Great, do one game. More, huh? Great game. Yeah. My, so my brother and I played as Michigan State. I don't know how we picked that team. I haven't seen him. He was in the Air Force. He came to my apartment in Tampa. And I had the new college football game. So he was like, we went to the bar, then we came back. We So we created a season with Michigan State. Because you remember in college, you didn't have the names. It just had the yeah. numbers. I played defense. He played offense. We played the whole season in one night. I mean, we'd go back and forth, back and forth. Like he'd go outside, have a cigarette. We'd come back in the whole night, just drinking that's, the whole night. That's awesome that somebody would play defense too. Cause like I would have to be the guy that oh, used to, to frustrate me when I'd be like, why are you running the fucking ball? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you running the ball? And then I get scored on and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go outside. <laughs> and then, so we got to the national championship game and I, I was getting lit up and he won the game on the last drive. We beat Georgia that year. And that, we sat the whole night. I played a whole season in one night. <laughs> Time of my life. If he did that now, I'd be like, we could probably get the game three. And I'm like, I got to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely different. But I, I remember those nights too. I remember getting like games like Halo and stuff when they first came out. And I'd been like, man, this game is so entertaining. And I'd play it 12 hours straight. The fa- the fact that your brother though would play defense, man, that's that's a huge that's a, that's a huge ask. No, I play defense. He played offense. Oh, you played defense. I did defense. All- I did it because I'm a, I'm a team player. Oh, I was, and I was so happy to see him at the time. I was like, whatever we can. do. I was like, bro, you've been in the you. He was in Afghanistan. I, he came back, and I was like, you've been in the military, so you know, you ever just be like, okay, I'll do it, just yeah. to agree and move what on. Do you want? I, he yeah. was happy. We got a lot of we had a lot of beer. I'm like, bro, if you want to play offense, I'm just happy to see you. And then it just turned into something by week six. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean that that's cool. You know, only child never had had brothers, sister, you know, sisters or whatever. I think that would be one of the cooler experiences because you know it's it's something that's just fun that you can just exactly out and and you look at it when you're younger. You never realize it when you're in it, but looking back now, I'm like, damn, I don't know if I could do a night like that. It like 
If I were to stay, if we were to sit here and drink bourbon until four o'clock in the morning, tomorrow's over. Yeah, I expect that to happen though. Anyway, (laughs) you're probably right. You're probably right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shit to do tomorrow, man. But playing that game, I'm in my 40s now. We still talk about it. That was 20 years ago. Yeah, but it just shows you like that's the it's the difference. Like it's a camaraderie thing. It's a built like if you and I were to start a season right now. We would talk about that forever. Yeah, but it's going to be the Titans over the Tampa Bay. I, honestly, a team player, man. If that <laughs> creates the memory, if that creates the memory, I'm good with it. And it's recorded on the podcast. It's recorded, man. It all, it all, it all balances out. Like, I still think about that, bro. And that, it, you know, we could have went out partying that night. We could have went out and what we chose to sit inside my apartment, just him and I the whole night playing, playing on. It's cool because it's a memory right now, right? And that was when the controllers still had cords. That was that Xbox with the green. Uh, my my uh, my pain point with the PlayStation is like you. I feel like I'm always charging my damn controllers. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. It, it, does this does you, does the PS5 like blink like uh, beep at you? Because uh, we have a four and it blinks at us on the screen. It might beep. I don't. I don't know. It just beeps randomly. Yeah, I, I mean. PlayStation is a little bit, you know, new to me. I just got one. Uh, the wife waited in line for it, so that was nice. Oh, that was my question. So when you were talking about Halo, have you ever waited? Remember waiting in stores till a release date? Did oh, you ever yeah. do that? Or for the game? Uh, I did I, that once for Madden. I don't know if I've ever waited because I actually I, the, one of my like. Pain, banes of existence in life is waiting for anything. Oh, so, I hate it. Like we, uh, I will pay extra for convenience. Exactly, and 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 like honestly, some people will give me crap about it. Like oh, you just like, I just don't want to attend. Like I'm not going to spend money on something that I don't enjoy, which is waiting in lines. So uh, actually, during COVID, like the wife, uh, she, you know, she went through the exercise of saying, Hey, if you're ever going to go to Disney, cause I never went to Disney as a kid, like world or land either. Oh, so I've never been to land, but I world, I lived in Orlando for six years. Yeah. I, I mean like either, like we, a vacation to me when I was a kid was like, go visit family. Right. Mm-hmm. Not, Where'd you grow up? Uh, half my life in Nashville started my life and then moved, uh, to Indiana. So Southern Indiana, where were you born? Nashville. So you were born here. Once yep. Indiana, now you're in back. As soon as, as soon as I graduated college, I'm like, there is not shit to do in Indiana. And that's that's the whole state. You know, I heard Gary Indiana is pretty rough. Uh, you know, I think at the time, uh, several people would say that. I, I don't know. I've been through Gary, Indiana. Haven't been there. I have been to Memphis. I yeah, mean, Memphis. It's pretty rough, too. Grizzlies you know? are looking good right now, though. Man, Jaw is electric. I I, I feel like Ja Rules should make a song for Ja Morant. I I agree. I would agree. Like I, I mean, it makes sense, right? It does. And and like the guy, I don't even know how tall he is. Six three, six four. Oh, I this mean, is the one tall podcast. Tall. Is what we do. He's he's. You're not, talking about Ja Morant or Ja Rule? Because there's Ja 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 Rule. I think is under six foot. Right, we're gonna, we're five, gonna find out both eight, of them. You you talk. Five, I'll look. No, five ten. Let's go five ten. Which think, one are we looking up first? Uh, ja Morant. So Ja Morant. I think he's six three. So John ja Morant is 6'3". Okay. So John ja Morant 
in, I don't know what game this was, but it was like, oh, three or four days ago uh, prior to the NBA draft or NFL draft. Dude dunked, like vertically just destroyed somebody. Are you talking about the other night? The other night. Yeah. It was a charge, by the way, but they couldn't. Listen. It would be the no fun zone if they called it. Exactly. And he was moving. So So we said John Moran 6'3". How tall do you think Ja Rule is? Uh, 5'10". 5'9". Okay. So I... Big difference. Gosh. That's why one's in the NBA. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And but like six three, you don't you don't dunk. I mean, his hand was on top of no, the, exactly. It was so box. good of a play they ignored the rules. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the guy has just got ups for days. I don't know what he's doing. Is he steal. doing box workouts or something? What, I, what's going on? He's got to. He's got to. Because <laughs> if I were to try to jump that high, I'm going to blow up my ankle. I've done it. Like John Morant, do you think? New Orleans is like, why the fuck do we take Zion that year? Because that was a year Zion won one and Morant won two. Yeah, I, I mean, I looked at Zion and and you know he was a young guy and he was big dude, big and, appetite. Yeah, he, he was a big guy, you know. But like when you look at Shaq when he came out of college, oh, he's huge. He was huge, but he was jacked. Zion had this like softer, softer look to him. And and listen, I I'm a softer look, so <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not judging from one softy to yeah, another. So one softy to another. Like I just I felt like his body type wasn't the freak athlete. Sure, like you LeBron was a yeah. freak. No, when he I was. I yeah because doughy. Yeah, doughy's a good word. Yeah, and and like some people will be like, oh, it's still baby weight. He's still young. Like, but frankly, like he's six. Eight, six, nine, yeah. six, ten, something in that range. Probably six, ten ish. Uh, he's he just looked a little softer to me. Like, and then John ja Morant. I mean, he's came in and he's just been relentless. He's got the right attitude. I mean, this guy, John ja Morant, he is the big thing in the NBA right now. This circles back to the Baker Mayfield thing because this is. Where oh yeah, we're, let's go back of, to Baker. Right? No, but it's the same thing, right? John ja Morant has got the personality, the ego. And that's what made him successful is like, I'm going to beat anyone. I think that's Baker Mayfield all in. But, in. Let, but let Memphis have a bad year next year. Okay. <laughs> it's a one, dude, we're prisoners of the moment. Yeah. If, if Memphis all of a sudden is out of the playoff mix, I, the, the NBA has made it with the playing games where everybody makes the playoffs, except for like three teams. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, but like, if you're, you know, a, like the Nets who have, three KD, Kyrie. Yeah. They had three people that were just superstars. If you're the Lakers, like now make those teams get harassed. But like, this is the Memphis Memphis. It's like kind of the Titans. It's like, okay, they're not big. They're they're, they're like, it's Tampa is the same way. Yeah. Cause until we got Brady, you never heard of Tampa. Well, that's why I wanted Brady. Like if you were and he bought a house here or he was looking at a house here. Yeah. The root of my challenge with this whole, and this comes back like, again, I'm not, I, I try not to hate on anybody, but like Ryan Tannehill is my problem. Right now. <laughs> I think you're making it very clear. And I want to talk about Malik Willis in a second too. I'm excited. Look, third round, right? Late third round, thir- third round, second pick uh, for the Titans in the third round. We moved up four spots, which I think is, an interesting spot, but um, you know, again, I'm not in those conversations. I look at that as like, man, uh, he's interesting to me. I, I like the fact that there's competition for Ryan Tannehill now because, like, he can't just sit back. I mean, I don't even know as, as a Titans fan who our backup quarterback was uh, last That's year. That's a good point. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Russ, who it was because he went in the same area that Russell Wilson went. 
he went to Liberty, right? So I think there's some transition that we need to see from that to pros. I think the nice thing is he does have a year to kind of sit back. Yeah, there's no pressure on him. No, no pressure. But I do think knowing Vrabel, he's going to probably use him a little bit. And he's going to probably like, you know, sprinkle in some like, hey, you know, first and three on the, the goal line. Let's let's see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I the thing I want from him is like be a pocket passer. The NFL is full of pocket passers. That's what, what makes people successful. When you look at like, there's only one Lamar Jackson. And there's only, honestly, one uh, Patrick Mahomes at this point, right? I think Patrick Mahomes is like. Do you know who I think level. the next, next big quarterback is? Based Obviously, I take that back. I have two. Jared Allen and Justin Herbert. Oh, Herbert's going to be a superstar. And, Dude, Josh, and Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a, is a rock star. Josh Allen, I, I dropped him on my fantasy team last year. Josh Allen, back-to-back years, has been the number one fucking scorer in all of fantasy. Dude, listen. When I, he has a good game, Josh Allen's is as good as they are. I, I completely agree. I have two friends, huge Bills fans. One, born that way. Other, in marriage. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. Through marriage. Uh, and And so... I would love to hate on those people just because they're friends. So you, you have that banter back and forth, but man, there's, you have a lot to be excited for. If you're a bills fan. Oh my God. They're, Buffalo is putting together a school and they just got Von Miller. They just got a, and in, in the draft, they picked up, um, I think it was the guy from Georgia, the running back from mm-hmm. Georgia. So now they have a running back. I think that's more of a truer running back than they used to. Uh, Saffold, they pick up from the Titans. They picked up Quisenberry from the Titans, who had a great story as well. He's a cancer survivor. Yep. Um, but Saffold, man, he's great against the run, and I think that's where they kind of were lacking last year is is some run. And so if if they can keep they can keep their their pass game where it's at and get to that point where they got some run game as well, man, they're I feel like they're. Super Bowl contenders. If not, do you want to repeat that again? I I think the Bills are the favorites this this next year. You know, like, and they're I'll, I can back that argument up for one thing. Who did they lose to in the AFC Championship game? The Bengals, right? Oh, the championship game. No, no, not the AFC Championship oh, game. The the, the the game before that. The, the divisional. Uh, uh, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a, a like of course. And who blew up in that game? Tyree Kill. Well, yeah, Tyree. He's not there. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's going to be a bigger miss than people think. I think Chiefs a, without Tyree Kill are not going to be the same. Bigger miss than the Titans without AJ Brown for sure. I think he was the superstar. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I can't think of the tight end. Why? Why can't I think of their tight end? Kelsey. Kelsey. Like you, he's their, their, their stud, because I think that's again, back to like running or, or, um, movement quarterbacks in general, they find that tight end and that's their safe spot, right? That's their safe zone. Kelsey is definitely the number one fantasy tight end next year. Oh uh, yeah. Cause he's going to have every, and now that now there's no Tyree kill, it's all yeah. Kelsey. And, and so when you look at that game though, I mean, Tyree kill had a great game. But man, if they change the 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 uh, the um, extra what, what, the the um, oh the overtime rule because overtime of that game, room. yeah. Sorry, I've had too much bourbon. Clearly, no. But 
That's what we do. <laughs> this but, is what's uh, supposed to happen. Exactly. This is what we plan to happen, at least. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, once they change that overtime rule, I th- I personally think that that game is the most exciting game I've ever seen of NFL football. Uh, it's hard to argue because that game was literally legit. That game had everything you wanted. It was back and forth, high-octane offense. Do you remember the Rams game? Like I think the year before that, ketchup and mustard game when they both had the. I try to forget all things Rams. If yeah, me you too. Want, God, you want to yeah. talk about hatred of teams? Uh, if you're a Titans fan, you cannot like the Rams. That's like your number one hatred team. And then why? Are you gonna really make me the Super Bowl? The one yard. The, the one yard. The one yard short. Do you want to know a funny story about that? It's funny that I'm in Nashville now because I was a hardcore Titans fan that year with the McNair and everything. And I remember watching that Super Bowl. And I, I was in my living room at the time, just going nuts. And I could I was so bummed out that they lost that game. It hardest hit to the franchise history ever. Like, I mean, I I think it would be for any franchise, any any fan yeah. out there, like you're one yard away from winning and you're not the Patriots. You're not the, you know, you're not the Red Sox. You're not the Yankees. You're not the, you know, those those powerhouse sports teams. Like this was our year. And That's what the big market teams they forget. They forget yeah. that I mean, dude, if you're Boston and you have one bad year, I don't care what sports you're in, like dude, you're you're getting shitted on. <laughs> perfect example, Bucks won, I think in 2002 we beat the Raiders. Biggest deal ever in Tampa, especially for the worst team in franchise, the worst team in the NFL for years. We win. They start talking dynasty. Like every team does when they Not win a Super Bowl, team. right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to win every year. We didn't win another playoff game for 11 years, 10 or 11 years. That was, So you're talking about who? Tampa. Tam- but that was back in like the defense days, right? Yeah, that was when we had sat. So we won. Zap. So yep. automatically you think this is every year. Yep. This is what I'm talking about small markets. If we were supposed to be an every year team, we didn't win another playoff game for 10 years, dude, or 11. It might have even been more than until Brady came. Yep. So and- that's what the small, that's why like right now I'm enjoying the Brady years. Because yeah, that is that is the closest thing you'll have to. It's weird having dynasty, t- but it benefits me living here now because I get all the they're on TV every week. Before before Brady, like if I wanted to watch the Bucks, I had to go to Are they the NFC team. Oh, I guess Carolinas would be also. Yeah, it's normally Carolina or Atlanta here. Okay, yeah, I mean, but prime time. Oh yeah, that's we had fun. we had like six primetime games last year. Yeah. Like the Bucks were all in it, and that's because of one person. Yeah, and but he's also Thomas Edward Patrick Brady the third. Listen, TV, or Junior, TB twelve sports out there. Please <laughs> like, subscribe, <laughs> comment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Tom, I, I feel like I can call him that because we're we're so we're such close friends. But, yeah, I mean, me and Tommy go back, but. He does. I'll take the Patriots sloppy seconds all day right now. I mean, yeah, he changes franchises, and I think that's clear. Like, I personally think if you looked at the if you looked at the Patriots drafts this year, I I don't know who was the true brains. I'm not saying that you know there was a fifty fifty split. There, there's probably some split there, but Tom, once he got under quarterback and he got shit figured out, like. He and and living in Indiana during my like teen years, it was funny because like everybody loved the Colts. 
And the Colts had Peyton Manning. That was when I was going to say, is that when they had Peyton? Uh, they had Peyton Manning. They dominated me because the Titans were trash. Like Colts are going to be good this year too. I think uh, we're still going to win the, the division. No, I don't think so. I, I disagree. Well, I think this the Colts get it this year. You Matt Ryan is good. I don't disagree. I loved him at the Falcons. I I I just think that the Titans still have a better defense, and I think we still have Derrick Henry. And I don't know if you've seen his workout videos, but like. Jonathan Taylor's down. pretty good. Who? Jonathan Taylor, running back for the Colts. Oh, get the out of here. Like he's not as strong and but <laughs> listen, listen. Derrick Henry plays 50% of the downs during the season. He crushes Jonathan Taylor. He was w- winning by like 400 yards or 300 yards or something or something nuts. I'm not I'm not he saying hurt. he's not better. I think Derrick Henry's better. I'm saying Jonathan Taylor's formidable. I want to see it again. I want to see I want to see it again. I don't believe it. I don't believe he's the second best. Have you watched back. a Colts game when Jonathan Taylor I takes off? I watched a lot of Colts games just to make fun of my, just to make fun <laughs> of one friend. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Like I, I don't believe it, Jonathan Taylor. I want to see it. You're yeah, no back to back years. Yeah, I want to see it this the second this next year back to back. Do what Derrick Henry did. Derrick Henry is so good. He'll he'll have like eleven rushes for like twenty six yards, right? And you're like, oh, fuck, he's fucking my fantasy team up. You wake up in the morning, he's got 17 carries for 242 he, he yards. He breaks at least two for 60. It's unreal. You just keep stiff-arming people, and that's what happens. He right? just wears them down. We're not here to talk about the Titans only. Like, we we have to talk about other things. I, I feel like there was an unanswered question out there with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and Malik Willis. <laughs> well, Malik, <laughs> we, I thought we kind hey, of We've came a long way since meth. <laughs> we started oh, yeah. we, we started with the directions to how to make math which everybody needs to pay attention to I, valuable information listen i wouldn't trust me and my uh google <laughs> skills on that i felt like there's probably multiple recipes out there yeah, and I don't, we didn't even tell you the temperatures or anything and yeah, there, there's probably some science behind <laughs> it <laughs> it's not as easy as just putting all that in a bowl and mixing up like jello yeah i well, wasn't that a uh, Breaking Bad was like that, right? It was the, they were making meth, blue yeah. blue meth? Right? Yeah, blue meth. Blue magic. Blue magic. I, Wait, was it blue? Yeah, it was blue. This is meth. how bad I am with like the, you know, when you talk about gateway drugs is like black hole drugs that mm-hmm. I call them. Like, black hole. Just, they're like so <laughs> gone, like you don't recover from the black hole. Bro, if 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 somebody were to give me meth and I were to hit it, I I I had a fear I would never hit meth. Out of fear. Like, you think somebody laced you. You're talking about somebody like Or, or just, in, I couldn't imagine. This concludes part one of a two-part conversation with my man, JT. Thank you guys for listening. Part two will be out in the next few days. Couldn't be more grateful. One, it's all on Instagram. One, it's all.buzzsprout.com. Make sure you follow, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast, and stay tuned for part two. It's even better. Love you guys. See ya. Peace. Jazz, hip-hop, bond-like fusion Slow-grooving sounds that get the crowd moving So for your amusement, we come to play A little Kenny G, a little Miles D, a little Sade I get busy when I listen to Dizzy And relax when I hear Coltrane on sax In fact, I feel my loneliness with keys from Thelonious Monk anytime, day or night, week or month So don't try to front like it's something you don't want It's jazz music, y'all Yeah it's jazz I can music. this group here all night long Cause it makes me wanna move my feet uh. I really love my jazz
hip hop and blues. The real-